This is the meeting after the meeting. None of our participants get paid, and we don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. Enjoy the show. you Gabe. This is, this is smooth. This is real. It's like, it's kind of trippy. This is an original. This is an original from who? Me. This, this is your music? Yeah, this is mine. Oh. And it slaps, baby. You made this. I made it. I think some of our listeners know that Chris actually makes his own music. Maybe. What kind of music is this? It's definitely not on Spotify. What, what, what music is this? What is it called? It's definitely trap. Some trappy. Yeah, it's, you know, it doesn't matter. Chris and Gabe talk about music like in another language. When I'm, like, I don't get it, but they talk about music and they use these terms like trappy. What is that? I mean, this is more like deep, know deep dubstep. Deep. Minimal. Minimal. Deep yeah. dubstep. A little trappy. Electronic music has a lot of yeah, it's electronic. subgenres. It. Yeah, a lot of subgenres. So, I like it's it. really hard to categorize things sometimes. This is really chill, though. This is like... Kristen's like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's nice to have some OG music, though. Yeah. You know? It's definitely Something. not on Spotify. Nobody's playing it. Is it on your SoundCloud? It's not on SoundCloud. All right. This is it. This is the one and only time you'll hear it. I like it. Well, yeah. why don't we... Get it started. Let's get it started. This is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. I'm John. I'm Chris. Welcome to episode 18. Man, we coming up on the coming up on the season here. That's right. We are excited to be here. I want to welcome everybody who's on Zoom with us tonight. I want to welcome anybody who's listening to the podcast. The meeting after the meeting is a podcast that is broadcast live on Zoom and then uploaded to all podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, and other places. And we appreciate the support. We do. And we've yeah. got a pretty steady group of people who listen, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, growing. Uh, it's, good. it's growing month yeah. over month. We're basically doubling our listeners every month. And we doubling. appreciate <laughs> We appreciate the support. Let's, with that, why don't we introduce our producer, Gabe? Yeah. Gabe, what's up? What's up? How's it going? Dude, uh, great. Yeah? I'm great, yeah. Yeah? How, uh, how was your trip to New York? Oh, my trip to New York? It was uh, really nice. You went to New York again? Yeah. Yeah, you went to yeah. New York. Are you up there yeah. like every I've weekend? Been, it seems like it, especially this year. I've been three times this year. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it fun. it's fun every time, yeah. Do you eat any good food? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. went with, uh, it was my godmother's birthday, okay. so we met up with uh, that How, second how old family. is she? Um, yeah, you, it, you was, uh, it was another birthday. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> no. You were she, there for like, her birthday. I'm, he's like, I'm here in Did New you guys York for celebrate her birthday? I don't yeah, care yeah. about her birthday. Did they have a cake? Was there no candles? Well, like, there was cake. The, the, we were at, we were at um, you know, a rooftop in Brooklyn called okay. Westlight. It was okay. very, very nice. And they, fancy. Yeah, but so there wasn't any like drawing game? on the cake or anything like that. There they were wasn't. just like, pick the type. 
So it was just like a came birth, out it was like a birthday. Okay. It was like a birth. It was a birthday. It wasn't like a yeah, it wasn't a special <laughs> a specific year celebration. All right. Yeah. When you get to a certain age, I'm sure that never mind. You know what? That makes sense. That makes sense. No, <laughs> you're right, Gabe. You're I mean, right. I am almost I, I almost I feel, feel the ageist comment coming Chris my way. Feels it too. Yeah, it's it's cool. like you don't even I'm like people like holiday, I'm like, does it really you matter can't fit anymore? Fifty candles on a cake. I get it. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? But you can do a five and a zero. One hundred percent. Yeah. So. Oh yep. man. Well, awesome, awesome. Chris, how about you? How's your week? It's been good. Yeah. 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 Good man. Nothing. The new. weather's been nice. It's, you know, I can't the pool. Saw so you at the the, the pool's yeah. open. Yeah. Getting a little sun. You actually got a, you got a little bit of a tan. Yeah, I'm working on it. All right. You know, you know, Irish guys, dude. It takes yeah, a while. It's hard. It takes a while. You got to build. You got to work you got your way lot, into it. You got a lot of freckles, though. You got to watch out. Yeah. Not good. Well, I go. I go once a year. I get checked out, and <laughs> he's uh, he. I won't say his name, but he's a good doctor, and uh, he says I'm I'm doing good. I'm just gonna tell a story real quick before we introduce our guest because okay. I think it's funny. Let's tell a story. Last year at the pool, I don't know pool story. Last year at the pool, our guest actually belonged to our pool. Not anymore though. I don't think. This, did you join our pool this year? Thinking about it. You're thinking we'll about see. it. We'll okay. see. It's a far drive. It is. It is. Well, so last year we're at the pool. Chris and I are hanging out and Chris got kids and everybody, all of our friends have kids and we're all hanging out and Chris and I are sitting in the baby pool area <laughs> and Chris and I are just talking and Chris, if you listen to the show, you know, Chris cusses up a storm and Chris is like, <laughs> F this and F that. And there's all these kids around and this guy behind us is like, Hey, he's like, dude, he's like, there's 20 kids around here. You mind watching your leg? <laughs> And we were like, sorry. Dude, that would be beat right. We're just, we're just like, Chris and I are just like two big children. Degenerates. We're just degenerates. Degenerates so. is a better word for it. With that being said, let's bring in somebody who's a much better person than both Chris and I. 100%. She, is, she used to be a degenerate, as you'll find out in her story, mm-hmm. but no longer is a degenerate. She spends most of her time, if she's not an AA, trying to raise children to not be degenerates, I think. Doing a good job than too. Anything. So, with that, let's introduce Kristen R. from Olney, Maryland. I love you. Thank you guys so much for that <laughs> wonderful, real clapping. Um, I'm very worried about this microphone you're situation. Doing, you're doing actually That's better than, than most people right now. You're close enough to it where most people, they... You know, they end up getting far away from it. Yeah. So I feel like I was scared into making sure it was close to my face. We try because so. our biggest fear is that you're going to have an amazing talk tonight and you're going to share all these and great no things and then nobody's going to hear it. Makes sense. Maybe yeah. nobody wants to hear it. So we'll see. What oh, happens. they do. Not true. People are going to want to hear this. <laughs> Not you true. Are, you, we know it. You've got an interesting story. You've got a great attitude and a ton of energy. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me on your podcast. This yeah. Is so 2023 of you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks for being, I'm like a half degenerate, you know, should I just go? Hi, my name's Kristen. No, I'm an no. alcoholic. You can, no? but no, no, we're going to, I'm going to ask you a question before we get into some stuff. How has your week been? My week has been, um, a lot. It's been a week. A lot. It's been a it's week. It's been a week. And it's Wednesday. It's been is a week it? and it's Wednesday. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're not even halfway are your kids Kinda out of school? Are they out of school? Not yet. But oh. so I have my oldest is 11. My youngest is two. And so my That's oldest had right there. It is right. Yeah. Fifth grade promotion today. Oh, nice. So that was, I only cried two times. Congratulations. And then, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it was cute. 
And then my one of them ends tomorrow and one of them ends Friday. And then they're all done. Do you mm. have uh, like a summer lineup already prepared for them? Like what they're going to be doing at least for part of the summer? Camps? No, I don't have any camps. Apparently uh, that is a cutthroat yes. area of like Hunger Games. If you're going to sign your kids <laughs> up for camp, you have a very specific window. That's a, good, that's a really good way to put it. it it's like that though. It it's, is. You got to fight for a spot. Seriously. You got to log into your computer at like oh 2 a.m. the night before and you got to wait in the queue. It's like buying what Taylor Swift on, tickets. Man? I, I, so my, kids, my kids go to a Montessori school and I told them at the beginning of the year, I said, we want to be in camp next summer. Just sign us up right now. Jeez. I should have. You know what I mean? So now do your kids, because there's, how many of them are there? Five. So there's five of them. Good is Lord. there like a, a kind of an ecosystem of them watching each other and taking care of each other where to like, you're like, we don't need camp. They got camp every day at the house. No, I wish. No. I feel I have so you, much have guilt. You, so much generational <laughs> guilt I'm trying to break or trauma or whatever you want to call it. I mean, and I was like, I popped them out. I'm going to raise them, you know? Yeah. They'll help me if I ask for it, but I really... Um, I just try to do it the best that I yeah. can so that they don't grow up and be like, my mom's a witch. She made me raise my younger sister. <laughs> like, no, like that ain't, that, that wasn't it. You don't want to put that on them. Exactly. Yeah. So we do have, we've always had like a, like yeah. a regimen. So we yeah. have morning activities, afternoon activities, the pool. Um, we'll see. It's just so far. I'm still nap trapped. We both, we both know your husband as well and you guys are doing a great job. Yeah. Thank you. So I know how hard it is. So. It's. I wouldn't, it's just a and lot. also being both of you are in and in AA and not just like checking the box, not just checking the box, but doing it, sponsoring people, Which is going cool. to meetings, doing service, all that. So I've yeah. tried it every other way <laughs> to like make it easier, <laughs> and it just like just doesn't it. end well for me. Yeah. So here we are, which yeah. is actually totally fine. Yeah, um, but it, it, it there's sacrifices. You uh, make sacrifices. A hundred percent tonight. With your kids. Yeah. My yeah, kids were you know like, I mean? oh, you have to go to the meeting again. Yeah. I was like, yes, it's Wednesday. Good with the program. <laughs> they just never, they never, yeah. They also don't know what Alcoholics Anonymous is or what really alcoholism mm -hmm. is. Like yeah. we haven't, they yeah. think that I'm like hanging out with my friends, which is half embarrassing yeah. now because all the neighbors will be over and they'll be like, oh, mom, are you going to the meeting? And I'm like, no. Like the no. no. <laughs> we say... We say mommy and daddy are, are going to hang out with their friends. That's, <laughs> That's what we say. Okay. You know, I said, don't say the meeting. You know what I mean? Like, what? so you, your kids say, is Ma, are you going to the meeting, mommy? And then you're like, non-AA neighbors are like, the meeting? I'll just say yes and walk away. Like, I don't even give them, I don't even know. Like, you give the neighbors a chance. I don't need to... It's weird. I haven't. Really I think you guys are part of like some cult or I something. Know, like I wonder. The meeting. They like have said things about when we pull out of the driveway at night, they think we're going to sports. My <laughs> diagonally across the street neighbor, you guys, they're like, you guys are so busy. Always just like hustling. It's like a, like clockwork. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah sports. <laughs> they probably don't get, I mean, because if, if you think about yeah. it, yeah, because it's one of you is always kind of, you mm -hmm. know. Every but, other night. Yeah. Our life is, if you are making an effort to go to in-person meetings, which I know you both do. It is, uh, it's so different than normal people. I mean, they're just not going out. Once they're home after work, that's it. Like my neighbors, they come home at five, six o'clock and they shut the door. And I don't even see them again until the next morning. Mm. I mean, they're, they're gone. I yeah. bet. Yeah. That's I how, bet. that's, yeah, that's how it goes. So with that, why don't we talk a little bit about 
about some AA here. If, if you wouldn't mind, Kristen, giving us your stats, which we call your sobriety date sponsor home group, and then we'll get into your story. Sure. My stats. Um, <laughs> my sobriety date is <laughs> April 1st, 2007. Ooh. I do have a sponsor and I do have a home group. Um, my sponsor is Joyce. And my home group is Midtown, and I show up there biweekly. Hate all you want. I got to do what I got to do. You, you know, gotta do it. I can't. Do it. I can't be going every week. Yeah, got to split them nights. Yeah, no, I've hey, been there, but you're I've there. Been there. You're showing up, doing the best I can with what I got. Good, good. So we we love to hear people's stories. It's one of the main reasons we bring them on here, and we have a segment here called the Three W's, and that is what you were like, what happened, and what you're like. Throwing yeah, up them gang signs. You're on the audio podcast, Kristen, <laughs> just threw up the, the old West Side W, if you know. Uh, so she's going to give us give us a little taste of her story. I'll just say this. Chris and I have known Kristen for a long time and, and uh, love your story and love your energy. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you were like? Um, I was a clown. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was just a a built different kid, you know. I saying very cliche. I felt like I, you know, showed up to life at some point and didn't get the manual that everybody else got. I was just eternally awkward. I was very. Um, like naturally entitled, like I was a thief. That's a nice way of saying I like to steal things because I want what I want all the time, right? So that's what you mean, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I just be stealing things um, from like preschool, and I only like say pre that pre-drinking. You were pre stealing. Oh yeah, pre like, I'm whatever I'm you want. Disturbed. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. whatever you want to call it, you know. And I guess you can't have alcoholism until you take a drink. But like something was not right with me. Do any of your kids have jump. that gene, the steel? So like I'm the, not, like, apparently, <laughs> I have cried to my sponsor with a couple of them where I'm like, I got to save them a seat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and because yeah. they do these things where I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with Like, uh-oh, that was not, that's not a good sign. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. the thing about that is it's very like contempt prior to investigation. Maybe uh, I've had one like completely flip a coin, yeah. completely a different human being. Um, and then I had another one do the exact opposite where I was like, definitely not worried about this one is like heaven, you know, opened up and gave me this yeah, yeah. prize baby. And now he is like, I look at him sideways more often than not. Like, <laughs> where did you get that thought? Why is that your natural inclination on how you're going to do things? Mm. Very worried about him. Very. He looks like a drink would make him feel better. <laughs> he's sad every day. This child has his own bedroom and like three meals. And he's like, it's the worst day. So maybe, maybe a little <laughs> bit of how your parents were looking at you Probably. early on. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't know alcoholism was a thing. So they really just thought I was real broken. Yeah. They were like, get your shit together. I don't know. And you've got siblings, right? I do. Were they not? And you were like the one that they were like the wild child. So it was like mm, different. The thing about having kids is, and I'm sure being any human being is everybody's different. So we're just all broken in our own ways, but I'm yeah. the only one that like turned up with alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. But like my yeah. brother. Everybody's got problems. Everybody's got problems. So hey. it's fine. <laughs> That's why I hate the, when people are like, oh, normal people. No, no one's normal. No one is normal, mm -hmm. you know? And in, in some cases, people not, that don't have a solution, like in Alcoholics Anonymous, like we have, are really broken. Yeah. You know, you're like, because where do they go? <laughs> I have thought about that more, well, I don't want to say more than I should have, but it has like 
deeply rooted gratitude within me. Yeah. Despite, cause I mean, yeah, I have alcoholism. Yeah. I've been sober for this long, but if I'll be lying, if I wasn't like, man, I wish I didn't have to do this. Yeah. Um, but it, but it works. And I have said, I don't know how people parent without Alcoholics Anonymous. I don't know how people <laughs> stay married without Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> because I, I mean, I've, I've watched non-alcoholics. I'm not going to call them normal people, but non-alcoholics, right. uh, crumble in areas of their life just as easily as I yeah. could have, but they just didn't drink themselves, you know, to death right. yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. So you're, you're, uh, feeling out of sorts, out of place when you're a kid. Oh, what yes. kind of. How, how, uh, how did you discover alcohol? Cause it is a discovery. I think for most of us, MTV spring break, son, I was like Stop. gonna be that. Am I not allowed to say that? Like I was gonna be on MTV. I was gonna run around in a bathing suit and then eventually take it off. You know, like I wanted to be naked and this drunk. Is what you're watching on TV and you're like, oh, yeah. that is where I'm going to be. My parents like have like, I don't Wait, know. Before you drank. That's before what you were I saying. drank. Oh my God. That's how I discovered alcohol. Like with my eyeballs, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like saw it at my parents' house. Didn't look like fun. Then I watched MTV and then I was like, yes, thank, thank you. you Count MTV. me in. Then I was like, got to get drunk and MTV um, turning them out since 1983. Get it. it. Get it. Thanks a lot. Jersey Shore. I mean, <laughs> when, when did 1983? Maybe. I don't know. I can't really remember. Whenever video killed the radio star came out. Yeah. Yeah. But then <laughs> I, <laughs> I, my parents love me. They love me to death. I don't, you know, I thought that they were just mean people who hated me, but they loved the bejesus out of me. And they really wanted to protect me. So it wasn't like a free for all at my house, you know, and I just wanted to get drunk. And the first time I ever tried to pour anything for myself, like I didn't know that I couldn't. If that makes sense, it was something called Harvey's Bristol Cream. And I was like trying to pour it. And my dad was like, stop doing that. And I was like, Ooh, okay. You're doing this in front of your parents. Like yeah, man, it was, it was just like off to the side. And it was like these little thimblefuls of, it looks like Bailey's Irish cream, uh -huh. but it's not. And it's disgusting. And I just wanted to drink it. And especially after he- never heard of that kind of liquor. Google it. I've never seen it since, but and, I'll never forget. you hadn't gotten drunk. Up to this point. No, I this was like, was like you're, you were just interested. Yeah. I was like 10 yeah. or 11 or something. Oh, nice, it was nice. Thanksgiving. Okay. Everybody right. was, you know, having yeah. a little bit. It was well, a dessert. What was it called wine. again? Harvey's Bristol cream. Okay. I'm going to try to find it. Like, Look why do I remember up, yeah. that? Yeah. We're going to find it and get a you picture. You remember it because it, it had an impact. Because I wanted it so bad. Mm. I wanted to, to I wanted that. to drink it. I yeah. wanted to see what it did. I did not know. My parents have never gotten sloppy drunk in front of me. It was never, um, that wasn't how I grew up. You know what I mean? So I'm like not a product of my environment. Mm. It wasn't just like what everybody was doing and I was going along for the ride. It was like, I sought it out. I don't know why, but I wanted, it looked like a good time and I just wanted to have a good time. Yeah. So that was it. And then, but the first time I got wasted, wasted was not till high school. Yeah. Again, I was like, I was on curfew. I had to kiss my parents goodnight when I got home because mm. I don't know, because I'm a liar, cheater, and a thief <laughs> since Jump Street. And they knew I was up to no good, I guess. Mm. And uh, and I get that now because I got my own kids. But so I would have to make plans every time I was going to, if I was going to do something, I definitely started with drugs first because they were easier to hide and easier to get. Mm -hmm. And then um, it was homecoming my junior, my senior year. I think the first time I was, I got obliterated. Mm -hmm. And somebody put down a bottle of Jack Daniels and I didn't buy it. I just knew I was going to take that. And I did. <laughs> I started drinking it and I drank down the neck, maybe like a centimeter into the bottle. And this girl was like, you should probably chase that. And I was like, rookie. And then I like kept drinking it and immediately like blacked out blacked after that. Out. 
don't remember anything <laughs> except for trying to take my clothes off. Like I remember the motion and people were like, don't do that. And then I did the splits and then I was like throwing up all night long. The splits. I, I intuitively drink to get drunk. And so what happened was, is I took the first sip and I wasn't drunk. So I kept drinking because mm -hmm. I knew alcohol was supposed to mm -hmm. make you drunk and I just wanted to get drunk. But it takes a while for it to start working. Yeah. And you didn't have the timing age. down. You yet. already overshot the mark. Oh, 100%. That was like the story of my life. So I just, you know, stuck to drugs after that mm -hmm. for a little bit. Cut to um, college. I. That's where you found your stride. That's exactly what happened. I was in the restaurant industry and I worked in this place <laughs> where we would like go off. They had. It was called a hut. It was like a little little cave where you <laughs> put your orders in. <laughs> and these, you know, if you work at a place called the hut, no, that was, that's not what it was called, right? No, no that was that's, that's just what it, that's what the <laughs> area. That's what called. the area was called. Yeah, the where, hut. You, where you put your orders in. It was like a little computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was oh, a okay. wild restaurant. Yeah. It was crazy. I'm not gonna say any names here, but uh, what these what these people no taught names. me business names. There we go. Yeah, no business names. See, but it thundered and lightning, and there was a gorillas involved. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. And uh, anyways, we would order drinks from the bar on a check, and then we would split it off the check because you could do that. You didn't need a manager card for that, and then you pay for it with your own money. Oof. You go pick it up from the bar. You bring it into the hut. You pour it in a kid's cup, and nobody's any the wiser. It is very dark in that Just place. But you're not, so I would, I overshot the mark up until that point, right? I just drank and I had no off switch. I had no, um, nothing inside of me was like, slow down. Like yeah, yeah. I was just like, drink and get drunk. <laughs> and then when I worked there, I, you can't, you're not like ripping back shots or maybe you are, but you're taking one and then you're going to go, you know, help your table. And I would start to progressively get drunk over time mm -hmm. instead of like having it all hit me at one time. And I was like, I got it. Yeah. I figured it out. And that's when I started drinking vodka with uh, splashes of things instead of just like calling it a vodka cranberry. I'd be like <laughs> vodka with a splash of cranberry. Like my whole entire game was to get drunk. Yeah. I, I just didn't. Drink you for effect. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. You know, and um, I don't think you get any arguments here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what happened after that was I switched restaurants and we would have wine tastings every Saturday. It was a very nice steak and wine <laughs> restaurant. And we had to know how to sell the wine and what we were going to pair it with. And I was like, okay, cool. And so we were supposed to put the wine in our mouth and, and thread it through your tongue is the very technical term. <laughs> so you can and smell it. There's like notes you're supposed to pick up on. And I'm sure there's like educated alcoholics out there that oh, can tell you about this. There probably are. Yeah. But your girl K Flood was yeah. not <laughs> spitting any wine out at all. All I was doing was getting very drunk just, on Saturday mornings for free. <laughs> and I also think wine is disgusting unless it's pink or dessert. And, but I would drink it, you know, and, uh, that was that was like where my downfall was yeah. actually at that restaurant. But anyways, I forget why I was telling no, you that story. No, and that's that's good. Let's talk about your downfall just for the sake of time here. Let's talk about it sounds like drinking was fun and there started to be some problems. Let's talk about the end. What what was it like at the end? What 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 happened? You know, what was it like with your family? What was the what was the point where you realized that this might be a problem? It was disgusting. But I never realized there was a problem, actually. Ever. 
even after uh, I mean, stopped. I got in a lot of trouble and yeah. I really just thought I was going to shake it off. I really thought I was going to wake up one day when I was 40 and everything was going to be fine. <laughs> but I had no like plan to get there. Rocking chair with the grandkid. Like, right? yeah, I always on had that porch. eminent, like, yeah, just on a porch with the, At I was going to be drinking Jack. I mean, it's more like 80. It's, well, whatever. <laughs> Age wasn't even a thing. I didn't even think about that. I just knew Ugh. that one day I was going to be sitting on a porch somewhere. Smoking a blunt, drinking Jack Daniels, and like life was going to be good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I was going to get there. I just thought that's how old adults were, was 40. <laughs> that's why I put that in the round there. You know, yeah. I'm not quite there yet, like almost. Yeah. This comes up so, quick. <laughs> so I actually got fired from that job for drinking a bottle of wine on the clock. I'll tell you that story. Today. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> the whole thing on camera. It was wild. Um, and then I tried to get a nine to five job and I couldn't. I couldn't stop drinking. I had really oh, invested in this lifestyle of, I was a beer punk promoter. I was a party girl. I was a good time. <laughs> I was not trying to eat food. I was trying to put things up my nose uh, that were going to make me go harder longer. And I couldn't function like what a normal person would do or a non-alcoholic <laughs> would do. I don't know. Somebody who gets up and goes to work at eight o'clock in the morning would do. And yeah. so I almost got fired and they told me like I needed to show up at eight. Ooh. I was like, cool. And that was the first time I ever tried to control it. Didn't work, lasted about a week, you know, and I was just like a mess at that job. I was a mess at that job. I couldn't iron my clothes the way that I wanted to. I couldn't stop drinking every single night, uh, but I would go real hard on the weekends because I thought like I had earned it. Mm -hmm. And one weekend I started pre-gaming at my apartment and I drove out to the area I used to work <clears throat> and I blamed my whole entire life on gin and tonics for a very long time because oh. that's what I was drinking before I drove out there. I've had a couple bad nights with gin and tonics. You know, some people say tequila, but for me, it's the gin. It's the smell, oh. too. Oh, I can oh. still taste it if I think about it hard enough. Yeah. It's very, whatever. It's so good. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a vodka girl, I, vodka yeah. and, like and pink wine. True I like gin and, and tonic. I like the tonic. Oh. I, Ugh, I don't even like tonic water myself. I did until myself. I had a bad night with it, and then I was like, God, I can't. I, the smell would just make me want to puke. I'm telling oh. you, man. It just, it's a, it's, it's the life ruiner. So. <laughs> gin and tonic and It's not like I stopped drinking, though. Let's be <laughs> clear about that. <laughs> if it was there, and if it was the only option, else. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't going to not drink it. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Drink I'll it. hold it down. I will not throw it up. <laughs> um, but I, I ended up leaving the bars after that night out and I somehow got my keys back. The story was all told back to me. Um, and I ended up getting a DUI long story short mm. DUI. And, uh, but it was like a bad one where like I crashed my car into the dirt, like, like hood first, you know, and, and <laughs> the whole, the axles Wait, were like, it wasn't just a DUI. You was, wrecked your car. I wrecked. Okay. <laughs> But by the grace of God, you want to, you want to talk about a, a, like a solution, like by the grace of God, I was on 83 South and there's like two exits that are a mile apart where it's grass instead of a Jersey wall. And I hit the grass instead 83 of South. Where were you? Were you in school? I was in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so I was coming down from a, a place called Hunt Valley closer to Towson mm -hmm. and I hit in between exit 17 and 16 the grass and I got out of the car and these people saw, I spun across the whole highway. I was trying to light a cigarette, you know, cause I'm <laughs> A degenerate. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't goodness. find my lighter. Yeah. And so I, I went to correct and I overcorrected and I spun and I hit the grass and mm. the people got out of their cars and I was like, Oh, can you help me get my car out of this ditch? And they were like, why don't you wait for the police? And I was like, why would I want to do yeah. that? <laughs> Cut to me going to jail that night. And uh, <laughs> so um, did you just start taking off down the street and just running? I, could, I couldn't. She was trying Listen, to, I am not. Me, I you know what like. it is, though? I, at my core, have no hustle. Mm, yeah. There are people out there that are like, I'm in the streets. Like, I wouldn't have made it that far to the streets. I'm, like, going to not do that. 
I'm going to surrender and like try again later <laughs> after right, I refill. Still running. This out. Still running. Yeah. I can't. Where am I going to go? I'm not very yeah. fast. <laughs> so I whatever. And that's how I started getting sober. It was suggested to me to stop drinking. And I was like, you're out of your damn mind. I'm about to turn 21 years old. And I had to go to anger management because of what happened with the police that night. <laughs> and the guy in anger management was like, you shouldn't drink on your 21st birthday. And I'll never forget this guy. His name was Ed. He got shot twice. He had both bullets in his leg. And he knew, he knew yeah. I was full of it. And he was the one that was telling me not to drink. And I was the one having two-year-old temper tantrums on his floor, like a baby crying. How dare you tell me not to drink? I'm going to be 21 years old. Needless to say, I went out on my 21st birthday with my paper license and my Valley Total Fitness card because I have my picture on it. So I knew it was me at the same bar that I had been drinking at. combo, ID combo, (laughs) paper license and Valley Fitness. I did not even go. I did not pay that membership. I made amends and sobriety. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) You put them out of business. They went bankrupt. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Settled on that debt. Um, And then, and then... Am I allowed to talk about this now? Are we on the right time? You're you're doing great. Keep it going. I'll be really quick. And then I, um, my dad is, he treats alcoholics. He's not an alcoholic at all. He's a doctor and he'll help heal you with no medicine. So I guess alcoholics will go so they don't cross any weird lines if that's what they're thinking about. And for whatever reason, he told these guys, these guys told him that they were alcoholic. I don't know why. And then... Uh, they got to talking and he had told them about my escapades and they were like, mm, you should let her come to a meeting. And they, he gave my number to them. They gave it to a woman who was sober. And I was like very classically 12 stepped mm-hmm. out of the big book and alcohol. You know what I mean? Like amazing. Uh, it's awesome. first honest conversation I had with anybody about what I was doing. And it, I'll just say this because I, I recently have been, we're always thinking of ways to connect with alcoholics and how do you reach people? And it's through treatment centers or it's through court systems, but there's other ways. There's other ways that people do, and it may just be through telling somebody that you're an alcoholic, like a doctor, and they know somebody or anybody, you know, admitting to somebody that I'm an alcoholic. For some reason, I don't know why, I used to think like I'd be embarrassed or ashamed of it. And it's like if those guys had been embarrassed or ashamed of it, they might not have told your father. Hmm. It's true, and I have fought that same battle. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of it, too, is traditions like anonymous I got in I don't want to say I got in trouble for that but I learned my anonymous lesson yeah. my first job in sobriety <laughs> got sober <laughs> a month in got a job said hi to some dudes who I'd seen in AA and the guy doing my interview was like oh how do you know those guys and I was like they're in my AA group <laughs> and he was like I don't think you're supposed oh, to tell me that bit. I did something kind of similar that's- he, I, he pulled me in his office he goes it's anonymous uh- and I was like what and then I had a very firm talking to. It's funny. Sponsor. There's a there's a big movement now about that. Is it? Should it be? Who knows? Well, look, I think you you just mentioned saying that you know them from AA. It's different if I'm talking about I am an AA. Yeah. Breaking somebody else's anonymity is, is one thing. You know, if you yeah. have cancer, right, you're not like, I mean, they've got marches and... I agree with five Ks, you know, cancer survivors, you know what I mean? Like, they're out there. We talk about this a They're lot. out there... But doing it. There's do a, a comedian named, there's a comedian and one of his shticks is <laughs> alcoholism is the only disease that you're going to get yelled at for having. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cool. Let's have a march for alcoholics, right? Where yeah, right. everybody who's ever had their family affected by alcoholism is going to come throw tomatoes at yeah, us. Right. Because at the end of the day, 
nobody understands. The difference is that when you get cancer, you don't rob yeah. your mom out of your mom's wallet and well, you, you know <laughs> wreck cars. You, like, you, you're not like you I might. got cancer. I can't control this car. You, know? you might if you're also <laughs> so, an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah <laughs> if you're. Not, but so there is a difference there. However, we talk about this all the time, and we don't have time to talk about it now. But that stigma that's behind alcoholism, I think, is her, it it's stopping some people from maybe finding yeah. out or hearing about AA. So 100%. You know, um, but, something to but think where's about. the God in that? You know, I, again, I, I go back to the fact that those guys told your father, you know, they were pretty open about it and you might not be here. But he might have been having a bad day because I ruined his whole life. And he was like, oh, my daughter, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, you know, Dr. Blood, actually, we are alcohol. You never know. Either did, way. Wait, did either he way. tell them or did they tell him first? I don't know. I would have, have to, to ask. figure this out. Can I think that him? they told him first. I think they probably Because did. he has a third edition big book that he read. This man is not alcoholic. I've met your like dad. He's the farthest from alcohol. Right. Alcoholic is a good guy. He said, Kristen, I know there's something in there about you paying me this money back. And I was like, <laughs> what? Not doing so it. Good. <laughs> All right. Got Let's him. move. We got to move him. on here. We could talk about, we could talk to you forever about your story. Thank you for sharing that with us. We're going to move on to our topic. Our topic is something that definitely relates to you and in, in, in what you've told us about having a family and a bunch of kids. The topic this week is working with others and family life, the importance of staying active in 12 step work. So you've been sober now for, I don't know, how many years? 16. 16 years. You've, we didn't really get into it, but you got sober, you worked the steps, you've moved to different States. You've had a, uh, a bunch of kids and life is busy. How is it that you're still, you know, you've got, one of your one of the women you sponsors here in the audience tonight, and you've got women you sponsor. You've got a home group. You've got meetings. Uh, why do you do that? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I think I've tried it every other way. I may have said this earlier. Um, I've gone through just as many good things, gifts, beautiful life events that have happened. I feel like there's always you know, uh, like a gully, like a ditch. There's always going to be adversity. There's always going to be, you know, trials and tribulations. And the big book talks about the certain low spots mm -hmm. ahead or whatever. And so I've gone through those and at every single one of those low spots has been like a choice and a reevaluation. Like what's the solution here? Because it's always something that comes up that is completely out of my control. I have lost babies, right? I have gone completely mm -hmm. broke. I have had my whole life ripped out from under my feet. I have had adversity across the board all the time. I can't even remember. Right. And, and I promise you, and it's the hardest sell. And I, and I tell the women that I sponsor this, the hardest sell in Alcoholics Anonymous for me is like picking myself up by my bootstraps and doing the program of Alcoholics Anonymous regardless, which if I truly have a first step, if I truly am going to concede to my innermost self that I have alcoholism, then despite whatever is going around me, whatever is going on around me, whatever, I can think about it. I can, I can think about how I'm going to fix it. But at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do right here, right now. Mm. And I have this disease that centers in my mind that will latch on to all of these negative things and tell me about how I'm different and tell me about how God doesn't love me and tell me about how that's so messed up. Anybody, anybody without clearly Alcoholics Anonymous mm. doesn't work. <laughs> what about all these gifts we were promised? Right. And it's like, I've missed the boat. Yeah. Because all you get in Alcoholics Anonymous, all that the book tells you you're going to get here is sobriety. And it's for me, come down to 
if I'm not sober, I'm not showing up for any of it. And I know that based on my whole entire history, I'm not like a doer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like a, let's, <laughs> let's make things happen and also drink at the same time. Like yeah. not a functional alcoholic at all. Yeah. And I show up better and I, despite how I feel, I still do it when I'm sad. You know what I mean? Got to take care of those kids. And I don't know. I can also forget very easily that I have alcoholism if I don't keep coming back. Um, and that's just for me. I don't think that I can put that on anybody else. I don't think I can sit here and be like, and all of you need to think that too. I think that that's only going to be meaningful and helpful and solution oriented if each person has that level of conviction for themselves. And at it, at the end of the day, if I go and I look back and I reexamine everything that's ever happened in my life, I've always been taken care of. And it's, I've only been taken care of because I've taken suggestions in Alcoholics Anonymous. And I hate that that's the only solution sometimes because it seems like uh, it should be something bigger. It should be something better. It should be something that everybody can use. And it's not. And it's Alcoholics Anonymous is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I wish there was a different way that wasn't as much work that didn't take as much time. (laughs) But like if that's what I have to do to continue to actually live because I'll go sit in a corner and slowly die on my own. I've tried to do it before. And then I'm like, this is stupid. Let's just go back to AA for a second and see what happens. Um, and it always, and I always do that. Always I'm always like, I'll give it one more, one more try God. You know what I mean? And then I go to a meeting and nothing changes, but I laugh so hard. I start crying. And then I realize my life really isn't that bad. I have such a disease of perception. I have such a skewed view of what's actually real and happening. And I build these things up to be so bad and so earth shattering. And it's not to say that they're not, but they're not forever. And I live in the, but this is forever. This is going to feel this way forever. (laughs) And sometimes I just have to move through it despite how I feel. And that's why I come back because it makes me a better mom. You know, I don't know uh, if you have any other questions because I could go on and on. No. And, and that was all great stuff. I think I want to, I'm going to ask Chris, Chris, you also have a similar scenario. You've got kids, you've got, Two kids. Um, you've got a career. You've got a, your wife is in AA. You've yeah. got a busy life. So, what for you? You know, I asked. I asked Kristen why she do, You know, why do you still do these things? How, why do you stay active? And and we'll answer. We'll ask the question again. Working with others and family life. The importance of staying active in twelve step work. What is important about it to you in your life? Today? Yeah, I mean, I I can ditto everything Kristen said a lot of that and uh, you know for me I mean here I'll tell you a story so when my son was born I was holding him in the hospital and I was looking at him and I was like I could be in Mexico tomorrow doing fucking cocaine you know what I mean like like this isn't it you know what I mean I'm I love my son like to no end right but Alcoholism doesn't care about anything like that. It doesn't care about my career. doesn't give a shit that I'm married. doesn't care about my kids. It is an equal opportunity destroyer, and it will destroy everything I have. And really, someone like me who's been sober a while, I'm sure Kristen feels the same, it's my self-centeredness. That hasn't gone anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still selfish and self-centered, which the book says that's the root of our troubles. That I, you know... That is why I need to still come to AA and prioritize it in my life. And I know my wife does the same thing. And there are sacrifices that need to be made to do that. 
but there are also all kinds of joys that have happened because of that. You know, the relationships, the, the community that we have here, it's like nothing else that, uh, you know, people would, people would spend a lot of money to get what we got. And all we have to do is destroy our lives, <laughs> you know, and come to AA. And Which is, I guess, why we don't have any 5Ks for alcoholism. No. Alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. Was, I, I had never heard that before with the thought of just people throwing tomatoes at us. It's like, yeah, it's probably. It's like, it's the alcoholics. Get them. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what, though? You, if you're in AA, you've made that stuff right. You know, my family doesn't feel that way about me no, anymore. No, you know what I mean. None of ours do, and I know. If there was a five k race, same. they'd be there. They wouldn't be yeah. throwing tomatoes. No, they would. There'd be people drinking. Some of the though. new guys I work with, there. <laughs> <Yeah>. people <laughs> drinking. <laughs> like, I thought this give was out a free alcoholic. beer ticket. <laughs> give out beer tickets. Beer tickets. Some people <laughs> might show up thinking it's a different kind of situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I say one more thing, really quick? Yes, please. Um, and I have had somebody look at me and be like, "I've never thought that." But I really thought one of my reservations was if I have kids, I won't need to come to Alcoholics Anonymous anymore. I'll be mm. fixed. It'll fix me. And I'll tell you what, I had my first baby and I didn't go to a meeting for like five or six weeks. And I went nuts, nuts. You know what I mean? Because my problem is never drinking. It's when you take it away. And I really saw that Alcoholics Anonymous is the only solution. Like this baby, I was like, put it back in. Like, I don't want it. Like, can I sell it? Like, I don't, this is too much work. It doesn't shut up. There's so many diaper bags. Like I couldn't, I was not cut out. It did not. The first one's rough. (laughs) It's rough. Yeah. (laughs) They're all rough. (laughs) And the more I have, I'm like, I need to go get my mind right. I know. I looked my parents square in the face and I was like, I know why people drink recreationally after having so many kids. And my dad was like, I've never thought that. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'll keep coming back. Yeah, he's not (laughs) alcoholic. Yep. And that's the thing, you know, I think this topic and all these topics that we talk about here, and especially if you're new or if you're, it's this idea that we have that this is going to fix me, whatever it is. Yeah, Kids, whatever it is. money, the new house, the it new be, job. It could be career. I've seen people leave over careers. It doesn't, tr- it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but we always think yeah. that if we just get this, it's going to fix us. And the, and the truth is, and, and Kristen, you said it so well, that Alcoholics Anonymous behind it all is the thing that we need. It's the only thing that's going to really help us in the end. You know, because all these other things are temporary or they're, uh, they can fail us, you know, for sure. So let's move on. We've got a great newcomer tip of the week. It's something we haven't talked about before. So let's get into the newcomer tip of the week. Ooh, I like it. It's a shelf with a literature on it, Chris. I feel like that. I, I feel like I found this online, but I feel like that's the WAIA. It looks like it. It looks like it. Yeah. Maybe they all look the same. If you don't know and you're listening online, there's a, when we do our newcomer tip of the week on the Zoom, a picture comes up and the picture connects with our tip of the week, which is, did you know AA has books? The literature can help. And in the background is a picture (gasps) of bookshelves that have literature on it. And it looks like our local AA intergroups office. So maybe it is. Shout out. Let's talk about this. Our newcomer tip of the week is for exactly what it says for the newcomers out there. That's right. We are trying to give you some basic tips. And did you know that A has books? Yeah. And pamphlets. 
clearly with all the game show stuff that you've done about <laughs> readings and literature. Maybe this is their first episode they're listening to. I, and they yeah. did not know that A has books. And it mainly has one book. That book is Alcoholics Anonymous. The program is based on it. Yeah. And the literature can help. That is the tip. There are books and the literature can help. And why don't we talk... Why don't we talk a little bit about that, Chris? What's your experience? Did you get into the book right away? Did you think that the book could help you? Was the book uh, was the book presented to you the first time you came to A? Some people come to A and there are places where they don't read the book really. So not the first time. I you know I I walked into meetings late and left early. You know what I mean? I, you know I was quarter order to go. Never stayed sober for the first you know two or three years. I was coming around to AA and then. <clears throat> you know, when I was incarcerated, somebody had a big book, one of the counselors there who was, who was in NA, but had a big book and read to me the doctor's opinion where it talks about how we're restless and irritable and discontented unless we can, again, experience a sense of ease and comfort that comes at once by taking a few drinks. And I had never, like when he said that to me, n- there was no other explanation that was needed. You know, like I totally understood what that was talking about. And, and I was sort of sold from that point on, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, he had a, literally he had a captive audience, (laughs) like I wasn't going anywhere, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it's like, how do you do that now? You know I mean? It's, it's hard to sort of introduce the literature to a new person right out of the gate. I mean, you got to kind of, you know, get him in the door and. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, but the, I'm sure people have read the the book or, the, you know, the big book in, you know, in, in detoxes and treatment centers. Um, Most people who we meet have heard of the book in some capacity, but not yeah. everybody. Not everybody knows that there's a book. So yeah. before I ask Kristen, I'm going to ask you a question, Chris. You could bring, so you've, you're going to be on an island and you can bring one book with you that's AA-related literature, and it can't be the book Alcoholics Anonymous. What book are you bringing with you? On an island, yeah. You get to bring one AA book, and it can't be the big book. It can't be the big what book. What book are you bringing with you? But it can be, it's like, can be any sort of AA-related literature. Any other AA book? What book are you bringing? I don't know. I know which one. Oh, you Gabe, do? I'm going to ask you. Hold on, Gabe. Hold on. This is for Oh, Chris. you know which one. You no, know which, which one, one for me or for bring. you? Um, Gabe, Gabe, which I, book would you bring? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, why don't you go first? I don't want to give you any ideas. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what I would need? If I was on an island, I'm, I'm thinking about practically, I probably need some sort of meditation. I'd need to like sort of hone in on that. So maybe I'd bring like... The meditation. daily reflection. Only one. You can only pick one. The daily reflection. For yeah. The daily reflection. Yeah. Okay. That. Gabe, what book? He's got a little everything. Chris, you should bring meditation for dummies. That'd be good. Yeah. Is that, is that AA approved literature yeah, game? That, well, first off, is that A approved? No. And second, was that some sort of shot at Chris? Like yeah, he's a dummy? Dude. Yeah. Gabe, was that like it's a sideways? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a joke, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take it seriously. That's Gabe, what your book? Prerogative. What book would you bring, Gabe? Yeah, what book? The book would that you I bring? enjoyed the most reading was a new pair of glasses. Ooh, I was thinking about that actually too. That's I had that thought. Heavy. Are you going to read that every day? It's. it's <laughs> Are you going to read so how to heavy. meditate every day? Well, daily no, reflections. The daily reflections. It's like new one every day. day. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You forget it by next year. All right, Kristen. Let's let's. T- 
talk about your experience, the literature. Has it helped you? Um, what was your experience with it? And then it, tell us which book you would bring to the island. Okay. I think that the literature is important because it takes like me out of it. I think it was helpful to explain alcoholism and in like many moments had the right words for exactly what I was experiencing and I didn't want to believe it at anybody's mouth. Yeah. But when it's off like a printed yeah. thing, you're like, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as far as sponsoring women, like don't take my word for it. This is what the big book says. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I have to live and die by it so that everybody gets the same treatment and I'm not like just making things up as I go. I don't <laughs> think that God. that's very yeah. fair. I know. <laughs> Be a lot people's, of work to make all that shit up. Yeah. People's lives would be ruined. Uh, and for some reason, on. when people see it in the book, it's easier. It's like, hey, look, this right here in this book. And they're yeah. like, oh. Well, if right. you relate to like one thing in it, why wouldn't you relate? To, why are you going to pick and choose, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think that that is what literature is helpful for 100%. And the thing about there's so many different kinds. If you don't know how to meditate, there's literature. If you just need to pick up a topic for like a meeting, there's like mm -hmm. literature. There's mm -hmm. as Bill sees it. There's different uh, viewpoints on different aspects of Alcoholics Anonymous. There's a new pair of glasses so you can like see life differently. There's Drop the Rock. Is that AA approved? I don't know. So you it's can not, get rid of your- People read it. And I don't yeah. know what the rules are anymore. Somebody was like, show me a list of non-approved literature. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the whole library. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Would I pick a 12 and 12? Is that stupid? Is that like a- I thought about for that. Dummies? That was- I feel like I would get I the mean, most bang for, for my buck if I was on an island- and I really didn't want to drink because it would keep me focused on like my alcoholism. On and the then, steps or right there, the tradition. And the traditions if you're bored. Yeah. If you're just bored. study them. Just get real smart while you're on that island. I might have to <laughs> say. On the group conscience when you get back. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mm, That's a tough one. Drinking I'm, some coconuts. And so you're 12 and 12. 12 I'm going 12 with the 12 and 12. 12 and 12. Chris, you're going daily reflections and Gabe is going a new pair of glasses. Yeah, okay. and I'm drinking coconuts on the island while I read it. Okay. Cute. And crying. Fun. I, I, I probably awesome. will cry from right. the heat. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Kristen, and I would also bring the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions because you are getting, uh, I would say, your most bang for your buck there. Right? All-encompassing. I think so. Is I it cheating, so. though? No, not at all. Okay. I it's not well. Alcoholics Anonymous. So good stuff. Remember, if you're new. AA has literature and it helps. So for everything, there's also AA pamphlets. Related. There's so many pamphlets. I've been recently, because of this podcast, looking at different pamphlets and different things that are out there. There's a pamphlet for everything. So if you're struggling or you're new to AA or you may feel a certain way about something, go to the AAA.org and look at the pamphlet options that are there. Could you tell us about the pamphlet options? I mean, just like a brief overview. They have AA for the old ladies. Everything you can AA think of. AA for the children. Yes. <laughs> they have everything you can what is think a sponsor? of. Yeah. I mean, cartoons, traditions, <clears throat> pamphlets. If you have a question about AA and you feel too dumb to ask it to a human, you can find the answer in a pamphlet. You can find a whole pamphlet dedicated to answering your question. I mean, they have so many of them. I'm trying to pull up a list. This is, I'm just going to go through a quick list of some. This is AA, an introduction to AA. Frequently asked questions about AA. Is AA for you? 12 questions only you can answer. Young people in AA, women in AA, behind the walls, a message of hope for people who may be incarcerated. The AA member medications and other drugs. The Jack A. Alexander article about AA, which 
most people are, we don't have time to talk about that. Do you think you're different? <laughs> Questions and answers on sponsorship, the AA group, where it all begins, AA traditions, how it developed. That's a lot. Inside AA, GSR, a message to corrections, A for the Native North American. I mean, A for the older alcoholic, as you mentioned, AA is a resource for healthcare professionals. I mean, there's like, if you- Pamphlet for everything. If you- That's off the AA website, right? It's and GSA. that was just the first page. Yeah. I mean, it's like Frank's Red Hot. For alcoholics. Yeah, exactly. They have the chip for everything. So everything you can imagine. A in the armed services. A for the black and African American alcoholic. They have so many. So unlimited resources. Let's get into our sketch of the week. This is uh, one we've done before. And I forgot to mention it actually at the beginning of the show. And I apologize because we need some help from our audience. Looks like we have a few people on. Did, did you already put it out there, Gabe, to ask questions? No, I let you down. Sorry, John. That's fine. I didn't say anything either, and I apologize. So our sketch of the week is no one likes asking for help. Questions for our guest. So if you have a question, please feel free to type it in the chat right now or raise your hand. And Gabe, can we unmute people and they can speak their question we can do that but it might be a little easier to type it all right well let's see if we have any questions that are going to come up i got one you got we got one here yeah, okay I got one right let's here. see all right we've got some written questions yeah it says uh kristen with your family life being so busy what is your go-to meal when you have to cook something up quickly for everyone Ooh. That's a good one. That is a good question. Is this a judgment-free zone? <laughs> is this? 100%. 100%. So say that again. Say that one I more time. I know mine Gabe. involves a microwave. No, mine is Elio's pizza and soup Oof. because I have one kid who does not like Elio's pizza and I can have dinner ready. What is Elio's pizza? It's like frozen pizzas you put in the oven. <laughs> How many frozen pizzas does it take to feed your children? It takes four and one soup because they're Get out of here. Four? Oh, no. So they're like individualized. Oh, they're personal. Pe- oh. Yeah, I don't have time. To I thought they were like the, like the big Not boys. Up. You get the square of the pizza and I cut it up into littler squares and then they eat that. And, and then, soup. And, well, because one oh, kid yeah. doesn't like the pizza, but he loves ramen. So I just pop that in hot water <laughs> and I pack it up and then I take it with us wherever we got to go to sports and then I leave and go to the meeting. Do they eat pizza and ramen, or they eat pizza and the one kid eats ramen? They eat, four of them eat pizza, one of them eats ramen. Carb loading. Carb loading. That's like, exactly what there, there you have it, people. <laughs> Carb loading, dude. Quick meal. If you're going to, you can't go wrong. She's got five kids. It's Elio's pizza and soup. What, what you realize is you'll, whatever they'll eat, you're just happy that they're putting some sustenance in their body, dude. I have like 10 rotating meals that I cook that I know are going to hit every <laughs> single hit. time. All every bangers. Time. They're all bangers. They're Everyone's all bang- a come, hit. Come, come over. It's a house specialty. We're going to have pasta. <laughs> it's going to be good. Pasta. We're going to have shepherd's pie. We're going to have meatloaf, tacos, chicken nuggets. Yeah. I got this. The nugs. All right. We got another, Gabe, we got another one over there? Yeah, we got yeah. another one right oh, here. Comes in. Another one coming in. Yeah, so it says... Thanks so much, Kristen, for sharing your experience. Uh, I related to a lot of what you said. Which streaming platform is your go-to when you have some time to unwind? What? That's so great. Um, I love it. I love it. We were talking about a little bit about it earlier. What, what? Yeah, my streaming service is TikTok. Your That's go- not a streaming service. Yeah. It's <laughs> If I'm going to watch something, it's Disney+. Plus. Disney+. Plus. I'm going to watch all the Marvel movies in 10 minute increments and it's going to take me a year but if there's if it involves Thor count me in I'm going to Disney Plus 
that's your go-to. And it kind of works out having Thor. kids because they also like... <laughs> Love him. How about how about Fat Thor in which which one? I don't which discriminate. That? That's my favorite. I love that Thor was my for who and what he is. When he, when, he was, <laughs> when he had the gut. That was so funny. That one was so good, dude. All right, like, so Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I mean, it's yeah, one anyway. Frozen so. Pizza and Disney Plus. I mean, the Frozen That's a good night, like man. In a pinch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a pinch. I okay. usually try harder than that. Okay, let's yeah. give you a second chance at, this, at the food one real quick. S- what's your f- best meal that you cook that your kids are, when you're like, when they're like, mom, what's for dinner? And you say, bang, they're like, yeah. Pasta. Uh, but pasta. it's not just pasta. I spend an entire day making meatballs Ooh. and then I make the sauce and it cooks all day. And then we have pasta and I make like a you gigantic pasta. You gotta tell me pasta. the next time yeah, you're doing that. Seriously, when are we coming I do it. Here she can attest. Here. She has it's eaten going it. on. It's the house specialty. <laughs> I like it's that. Ridiculous. I would drink it. We had it tonight for dinner, actually. Did you? My kids if I'd known, I love the pizza I make. I make real, actual, I make the dough. I put it in the uni. I make actual pizza. Chris makes some really I've good eaten pizza, it. It's man. delicious. <laughs> you perfected yeah, it. you gave some to my husband one time, yeah. and I was like, that's really good, actually. <laughs> Chris, you've teased it a lot. You know, I've been excited. I should. Can you I bring know. it one week here? I should. I will. Bring it. I will. Now the weather. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. If you ever yeah. have Drew on the show, I'll have him bring you sauce. Yes. Do a little trade. Do. Yeah. It's, I like. But that. I cook my sauce what? too, so that's that's the money in the bank right there, dude. We'll have to have an, a like a sauce off event. You know what Ooh. I mean? They did like the chili cook off. We'll yeah, have to do yeah. like a sauce a because sauce. I mean my kids will a come in like vote for me. I love a good pasta sauce. Yeah. Kids, they just carb load. <laughs> Gabe, do we have any other questions? What do we got? Yeah, we got one more question. Uh, Kristen, your story is powerful. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I was wondering if you're this bubbly and positive in all areas of your life. <laughs> How do you do it? <laughs> I'm around grown-up humans. <laughs> I think there's God in the room. I have my moments. I think naturally this is how I want to be. You know what I mean? But I get, I have sad days. I have hard days. I have tired days. Um, but naturally, yeah, I would say like, this is it. This is it. This is, this is, this is K flood, as you said earlier. Like in the flesh. Just, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm making this up at this point. Like I'm not trying to do this. That would be too much work. <laughs> by this is how you are. I'll say this for those, for those of you out there who don't know or you know it's a lot of us go to meetings together when you raise your hand at a meeting you're filled with energy and you're positive and you're gonna bring it yeah you can't pretend no. since 2007 no it's impossible <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but i do also get sad yeah sure. sometimes sure, sure. And i've have never seen it hey, your husband tells it. us about it i cry in the shower that's because you know it's already <laughs> raining in there so you can't see what her it's, tears be- it's, 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 right. it's better than drinking a beer in the shower which is what <laughs> i used to do <laughs> and crying yeah. I used to do that too. That was really lame. It's like, this isn't working anymore. I'm drinking a beer and crying. No, I got to keep it light um, most of the time. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, We loved having you on the show. This has been a lot of fun. We we knew it was going to be great. And thank you for the cooking tips, the... uh, yeah, uh, we want an invite Streaming now. tips. Pasta yeah. night. I got you. Pasta night. We'll have Drew, and we'll tell Drew to bring some of the pasta. So He might eat it all first. <laughs> I, I sent his brother home. Anyways, it's fine. I will bring you sauce. It's good stuff. Oh, we got someone named Drew writing in the chat. <laughs> oh, wait. This is... This might be the Drew. Wow. <laughs> this is Drew. This is her husband. Her favorite part of the day 
is when she closes the door behind her and leaves me with all the kids <laughs> so she can go to the meeting. I mean, true. in all fairness, <laughs> it's probably his favorite part of the day. So. <laughs> so. Kristen, thank you. Thank you. Stay tuned again next week, guys. We got an awesome new guest. We got an awesome new topic. And we got a brand new sketch coming up next week that I'm pretty excited about. So you don't want to miss pumped. it. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Kristen, yeah, thanks good. for joining us again. This is the meeting after the meeting. Meeting. Thank you so much for having me, guys. <laughs>